Hi there, Working Homeschool Mom. This is Charlotte from Charlotte Jones 24-7 and My Little Homeschool. And this is episode number 79 of the Striker Balance podcast for Working Homeschool Moms. This week, I have the pleasure of welcoming Jody Perry back onto the show. She is from lifeunboxed.blog, and we dive into the topic of fear, why we feel fear, overcoming fear. And then there are also some bonus starting a business truth bombs. So if this is something that you are thinking about in the future, then be sure to have a listen. But before we get to the episode, I'd be ever so grateful if you could rate, review and subscribe to the podcast. It just means that more working homeschool moms can find it. And in that way, we can build this beautiful, supportive community together. Thank you so much. Hello and welcome to the Striker Balance podcast for working homeschool moms. This is Charlotte Jones. I'm a homeschool coach and homeschooling mom of twin boys. I know it can feel really overwhelming to keep all the balls in the air all the time. So each week I chat about tips and strategies for being a happy and thriving working homeschool mom that you can implement in your life too. I also speak to awesome and inspiring women who manage to juggle homeschooling and work successfully and find out what their secrets are. Be sure to check out my time audit and mindset challenges the show notes and sign up to my newsletter for lots of cool freebies. And if you ever need to chat, please book in a session with me. I'm so excited for you to be here and I hope you'll get so much value out of this episode. So let's get started. Are you looking for a new math curriculum? Well, I'm thrilled to introduce our favorite math curriculum to you. CTC Math specializes in providing online video tutorials that take a multi-sensory approach to learning. Favorably reviewed in Kathy Duffy's 102 Top Picks and the Old Schoolhouse Crew Review, the lessons are short and concise to help your children break down concepts and appreciate math in a whole new way. The lessons are taught the traditional way and not to a test. Each one of the video tutorials is taught by an internationally acclaimed teacher, Pat Murray, who is renowned for teaching math concepts in a simple, easy to understand way and in only a few minutes at a time. Using a multi-sensory approach means having the combination of effective graphics and animation synchronized with the voice of a friendly teacher together with a practical assessment. This three-pronged attack makes learning so much easier and more effective. Even students who struggled with math are getting fantastic results, and ones who were doing okay before are now doing brilliantly. Visit ctcmath.com today to start your free trial. CTC Maths is generously offering my listeners an amazing special. Go to www.ctcmath.com forward slash MLH to get a half price discount plus a bonus six months for free. That's C-T-C-M-A-T-H dot C-O-M forward slash M-L-H. Today, I have the pleasure of welcoming Jody Perry back onto the podcast. Jody is the rebel mom behind lifeunboxed.blog. She helps mompreneurs break free from the nine to five, be their own boss, raise their kids, and enjoy their lives. Very important. Jody understands the challenges of raising your kids, running a business, and keeping your sanity most days. Yes. She is a wife, second generation homeschooler, and mom of six, writer, podcaster, and accidental entrepreneur. And Jody, was working from home and homeschooling her kids before it was cool. And I know it's definitely a big trend now. So I feel like she's always been a rebel mom walking her own path. So thank you for taking the time to chat to me today again, Jody. 
I'm so glad to be here. Okay, so today we're covering a really nice, juicy topic, and that's overcoming fear. And I think it's really, really important for working homeschool moms. So what would you say are some typical fears that homeschool and work from home moms face? I think the biggest fear is, can this actually be done? So that's always like step one in the fear process <laughs> is, can this actually be done? Can it be done well, well, or am I going to be a total failure at it? Yes. I think a lot of us have that fear. It's so very true. Why do these kind of fears hold us back, do you think? Well, because they keep us, cause I think we have to also understand like fear in itself. I know some people are like, it's just misdiagnosing reality. And that's just not true. Fears are like genuine. They are real. Yes, this could happen. It could be a failure. <laughs> like, and so I think we need to understand first, like, no, this is a real fear. And so once we recognize like that it is real, then we can start looking at how to kind of combat it and and to deal with it and to actually have specific action plans to manage it and handle it and to make sure it doesn't happen. Hmm, yes, that's a really good point because I know I kind of felt like you kind of just take the plunge, <laughs> which is maybe not always the best thing to do because you can, I mean, it can be a very sharp learning curve that, but I think kind of being prepared is also obviously very, very important, I think, so that you can make your working homeschool mom life, especially the beginning, which can be overwhelming, a little bit easier to manage. Right. Like when I started the life blog, you know, I was going to launch my podcast and YouTube channel and all that stuff. And it was literally a week before I just, I was set to launch. I was laying in bed. Like, I don't know if I'm going to do this. I don't know. And the, because it was fearing like, uh, dealing with the trolls on social media, like that is a real fear. <laughs> you know, do I really want to put myself out there, like expose myself to all of this? And what I discovered in the process was like, while these things happened, they didn't affect me as they I thought they would. There is a delete button, uh, you know, for for those trolls, for the snarky comments and all those things. So I realized that what I feared never actually happened, although the circumstances surrounding it did. Like I've had snarky comments and all those kinds of things, but you can handle them. You can deal with them. I think it's if your motivation is strong enough as well, I think it really helps. So it's always, you know, we, we say it's a lot, but I think it's really important. It's like remembering your why, because it can really help with difficult situations, I think. Yes, definitely. Like even homeschooling, when I first started, like, because I'm a second generation homeschooler, I was like, oh, I got this. I know exactly what I'm going to do. And our first year of homeschooling was like the worst year ever. I... At the end, I'm sitting there thinking, like, I don't know if I can do this, but there was a lot of because the kids had been in school previously, so we had to de-school. We had the wrong curriculum for us. Like, there was a lot of things that it was a learning curve that we just had to fix and adjust so that it could be better. But so that was like approaching something with full of confidence, but yet it turned out to be like the worst thing ever. <laughs> I think that's really interesting, though, because I think most like first time homeschoolers assume second generation homeschoolers have it all covered. But you're the I think the second or the third person I've spoken to have said that actually it's not the case. It is not. And like 10 years into homeschooling my own kids, like I've realized like I can't compare my homeschool experience to theirs because it's 
night and day. Like my mom homeschooled two of us. We moved a lot because my dad was in the military. Like there's so many things that, you know, I have six kids. They're all six of them are home. I'm homeschooling all six of them. We're not moving every two to three years, you know, so there's that stability. So it's, I've just come to terms after 10 years. Yes, that's how long it took. And realize like, no, it's okay. I can't compare because it's completely different circumstances. And I think that is also an incredibly valuable lesson because every homeschool is unique, I think. Yes, exactly. You cannot compare even if it's to your own homeschool experience. Exactly, exactly. I think that really proves the point, doesn't it? And is there a time in your life when fear really overwhelmed you? I know you spoke about obviously launching a podcast and things like that. Was that the time or was there been another time as well when you, when fears overwhelmed you? I think so. I started my virtual assistant business back in 2014 and it was something that I had wanted to do. And so, but I was still working full time in my regular nine to five, but then I got laid off and So it was kind of like a moment of reckoning for me because it was either I'm going to go all in and start a business or I'm going to have to get another job because I had three months severance. So it was on a timetable and like my salary before had been 50% of our budget. So it was, it wasn't a small thing to uh, get laid off. And so it was really like, either I do this now or I will never do this again. And so obviously just the circumstances of losing income, losing my childcare, losing all of these things caused a a great amount of trepidation and a great amount of fear. And it was just like, what am I going to do? And so I went all in, I just jumped in. I was like, I don't want to work my nine to five. I want to homeschool my kids. These are the things that are important to me. So I have to make this work. And so it was. And so at two and a half months I into my severance, I got my first client. That's amazing. That is really an ama- and a very inspiring story. We are work from home, obviously working homeschool moms, which I know is a kind of a different reality. But I know a lot of working homeschool moms who maybe who work jobs and who want to take the plunge. So I think it's very inspiring to hear that it is possible. Obviously, it's that motivation again, isn't it? It's that knowing what your why is. Right. Because for me, because my child care for my kids, it was provided by my work. So they were actually on site with me. So I could go see them. I could during the day, if the problem came up, I was right there and I was available And so the thought of actually having to do like a drop-off daycare where there were going to be some kind of distance from me with whatever job that I was doing, I just wasn't willing to sacrifice that. And so it was like, okay, this is, I'm not willing, that's the, that is my most important motivation right now. And I have to make this work. That is a, a very strong motivation. Okay. So obviously fear, we overcome fear, um, like obviously you overcame fear when you started your business, I guess, when you started homeschooling, things like that, when you launched your podcast. So do you think fear is something that you kind of overcome it and then it's done? Or do you think it is a continual process? It's a continual process. I wish it was like one and done. I think that would make our lives so much easier. But the thing with life is that it's always changing. Seasons are constantly changing. And so what may have been fearful for you in one season is not going to be the same for the next one. And as moms, I think our, really our superpower 
is to worry and be anxious. I think we uh, moms across the board, no matter where you are, we are very good at that, especially when it comes to our kids and our family. And, you know, homeschooling, it's we're we're always thinking like, am I going to mess up my kids? Are they getting enough socialization? Are they doing this? Are they doing that? So, and as your kids get older, like those fears change. Like I thought, you know, now that my oldest is 17, like he's getting more independent. This is going to be great. And then he got a job and I couldn't go in and fix his work issues with his coworkers. And it caused like more fear. Like, is he going to be able to handle this? Okay. (laughs) You know? And so me thinking like independence is, does bring a lot of benefit to moms. But at the same time, it's like, there's a whole nother set of things that are I can now worry about and be fearful of with him because he's in, he's going into this new venture. Hmm, yes. But they say that the, the problems, they just change or they get bigger. They, they do. It's like, I kind of liked, liked it or it made it easier for me, I should say, when I could control their schedules, I can control who they were, were around <laughs> and like, it's totally out of my control now. And so just one more layer, one more thing to worry about. Absolutely. Sure. I can imagine. But I think the more you kind of face fears and the more you kind of embrace the unknown, I think it becomes easier to actually do it, even if it's not the fear itself is not easy. I think you just become more willing to do something. Have you felt that as well? Yes, because you have the history. So you have now what you your history that you can look back on and say, okay, I was freaked out about launching my podcast or putting myself out there, but it wasn't as bad as I imagined. So now like maybe this new situation or this new thing that I'm doing in my business is not going to be as bad as I'm imagining right now because I'm very good, you know, playing out the worst case scenario so that we're I am fully prepared for whatever happens. But usually that worst case scenario, if we look back, that's not what happened. And so we start building up more confidence even to say, okay, this is not going to wreck me. Or if it does, it's not going to be that bad. Because we also have a history of failing at stuff. We don't always do everything excellently 100% of the time. And so, but we have that history of, no, the failure, it was, it was okay. I actually learned from it and look where I am now after being in that place of failure. I'm a better person or I've learned so much more from that, that I can face this next thing with greater confidence because of my history. Hmm, absolutely. And I think it's kind of, the, that's why a growth mindset, which is, I guess, kind of that in a nutshell as well, is to have a growth mindset is so important when you're starting a new venture, when you're starting homeschooling, things like that. Yes, exactly. Because And for those who are perfectionists, like I'm there, so I want to start everything with perfection and I try to do all the research so that I can and rarely has anything started that way as well. So it is like needing to tell myself like it's okay like we're growing and we're learning and we couldn't have gotten to where we are without taking those first small steps in the first place Mm, exactly yes and I think that as well I mean I so many I don't know if it's just women but I mean so many women that I've spoken to a lot of us are perfectionists or recovering perfectionists Sometimes you can overthink something so much that you can't even take that first step. Right. So I think kind of embracing the imperfection is 
such an important skill to learn, even though it's like super difficult <laughs> to do. Right. And so when it comes to our kids and like back to the homeschooling, like we want to, we want to make sure like we are doing everything perfectly. And I think there's a lot of, because we feel like we have to prove ourselves. We feel like we have to prove to the world that homeschooling is the best choice for us. I think that's a big one. And we need to get to the place where one, we, we don't really care what other people think. And then that gives you the freedom to work at your kid's pace. Like they don't need to be learning algebra in first grade. And that's kind of the bar that we start to set for our kids because, again, we have to do this perfectly and we have to prove to the world that we can do it. Mm, exactly. Yes. And that's that's such a good point is that you feel that pressure because you're like, oh, I've taken on this really, really huge responsibility. Everybody's looking at me. Maybe my family is a bit doubtful about it or my spouse or whatever. Yes, I know. I mean, that can and it can make the beginning of homeschooling quite tough as well, I think. Yes, definitely. Mm, it can be. And I think that's why de-schooling is really important as well, is to take that time to kind of just open your mind to the possibilities and also just accept that things are going to be messy, potentially, at the beginning. <laughs> right. And then I think when you have that mindset that it is going to be messy, you're not out to prove anything. It it kind of is what is going to help you overcome that fear of homeschooling. Because when it comes to homeschooling, I think we fear other people's disapproval or that we are going to be personal failures. And I think for women or people, honestly, people in general, I think personal failure is probably one of our biggest fears. And so if you approach it with, no, this is going to be messy. I'm not out to prove anything. We're just figuring this out right now. You're going to have such a better year <laughs> and a better homeschool and more enjoyment in it. Yes, that's so true. And then what about starting a business? Because I know starting a business is just as scary, if not scarier than obviously homeschooling, because, you know, obviously you need to make money and you need to support your family. I feel like I have two lenses for business because I I have started to. I've started my virtual assistant business and then lifeunbox.blog. So with my virtual assistant business, like, I had, I was doing great at two and a half months. Like the success stories of start your business really quick. Like that was one of them. With lifeunbox.blog, it has been more of, I would say more challenging and more of like applaud through it. Like it's really hard to be consistent when you feel like you're, you know, you're just talking to the wall, but that's what it takes. And so the fear of, am I wasting my time? Am, should I not be doing this? Should I be focusing on other things? It's like nonstop. And so I think my husband just keeps telling me the same thing over and over again. Just be consistent. You know, it takes a long time. Just be consistent. You know, it takes a long time. And But I think we always, we always want to see quick success. I know I'm more of a sprinter than a marathon runner. And so I want things done quickly and I want to see the success quickly. And when it comes to starting a business, it's more of, it's, it's more realistic to look at it as a slow plod to keep going. And people do not say that when they're marketing things to you. <laughs> That's the thing. Because it's not as sexy as make $10,000 in three months <laughs> of the blog. Then no, this is going to take a long time. You're going to spend a lot of hours for nothing. <laughs> and it's going to be hectic. 
but uh, yeah, I mean, that's the thing. If you once again, it's that motivation, isn't it? It's that you have to have your why. You have to know what the purpose is of starting a business. Right. There's a lot of hours that no one is going to see, no one is going to acknowledge you for, and no one is going to recognize. Exactly. 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 It's so true. Okay. So this has been fantastic. Thank you so much. So before we finish, maybe you can tell us about anything you're working on, anything you're really excited about that you want to share. Yes. So I have just launched a new workbook and it's the Mompreneur's Guide to Homeschooling Curriculum. And I wrote it based on my 10 years homeschooling, my own kids, and then my own experience as well. Because I think the biggest struggle when it comes to working from home and homeschooling is finding the right curriculum that will work for you and your kids while you work. Because not all curriculum is created equal and not all curriculum is going to actually work while you work. And so it's 55 pages of sanity saving tips that for on curriculum that will work for you and your kids. Yes, because the curriculum choice at the beginning, when you start it, it can be so, so overwhelming, I think. So I think that's yes. going to be really, really, really helpful. Absolutely. And it's very easy to kind of get influenced by what other people are doing, I think. So a lot of people will get a curriculum that maybe looks works well for somebody else, but doesn't work for them. Right. And so this, I get into the good, the bad and the ugly. So what like absolutely did not work for us and why it didn't work. So it also, even if you don't pick any of the curriculum choices that I've mentioned, you at least have a guide to what to look for in a curriculum. Mm-hmm. And I think that's so incredibly useful. And so, yeah, absolutely. That's going to be fantastic. And obviously I will uh, link that in the show notes. And then obviously people can find you online at lifeunboxed.blog. And uh, what about your podcast? Yeah, it's Life Unboxed blog on all podcast platforms, including YouTube. Okay, excellent. All right. Thank you so much for taking the time to chat to me today. It's always a pleasure to chat. And thanks for sharing such great advice and insights into overcoming fear. Thank you for having me. It was a pleasure. I really hope you enjoyed the episode. Drop me a DM on Instagram or post on the Working Homeschool Mom support group over on Facebook. And let me know what resonated the most with you. It would also be great if you could rate, review and subscribe or share the podcast with a working homeschool mom who might need it. It's my mission to support as many working homeschool moms as possible. Until next time, take care 